Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Hello. Hi. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel or stream it from SEMSynergy.com. Our guest today is Barry Schwartz, and he's the editor of Search Engine Roundtable. I think everybody's aware of who that is. Uh, he's the news editor for Search Engine Land and CEO of the web development company Rusty Brick. Uh, and I haven't quite figured out how bricks rust yet, but Rusty Brick. There it is. It's a good name. Uh, Virginia got a chance to talk to Barry about what stood out to him in the search industry this year. We thought we'd do the same. So uh, here's where we're at. Recession. Anybody have anything to say? Um, well, I guess we can start off with saying you were right. <laughs> that was one of the key points of your predictions for this year was that we were going to hit that. And, I mean, you're dead on. It's it's that smaller price point now, the smaller budget, but no less need for SEO. In fact, a greater need for SEO. It's yeah. just at a budget that they can afford. I think that what we're seeing is the... People that are used to having an aggressive budget because they're optimistic about the future uh, have become pessimistic, and the budgets have shrunk. I think that we're seeing a lot of people looking for something uh, at maybe half the budget that they were originally thinking of, yeah. and uh, that has a lot to do with it. It's scary out there. Yeah, and you know the the job cuts over and across the whole industry and. Um, I think, though, that we're seeing an increasing reliance on uh, search as a marketing channel. Yeah, I actually thought it was interesting. At PubCon, Brett, um, at the opening keynote, asked the audience, you know, how do you, you know, have you, have you lost sales in the last six months? Have you lost sales in the last month? And then he asked them how they felt about the next six months. Are they new, Were they positive, negative, neutral? And overwhelmingly, people were very positive about what was coming up for them in the next six months. And I don't know that that's really true. Um, and I don't know that that's necessarily still true, considering the market kept tanking after that. But it does show, I think, a, a really good sign for the industry that, that we're still willing to put ourselves out there and, and recognize that our value hasn't become less. We just have to be more careful about who we're bringing in. Well, I paid a lot of attention to what was coming. Uh, we actually had done the predictions for the year, a year ago, basically. It was in January. Uh, and I don't want to presuppose that everybody's going to understand what I'm writing for this January, but we're really going to see a continuation of what we have, but I think that the industry is going to be changing a lot. Uh, when people look at recessions in years past, they've looked at the housing market or uh, auto industry or other indicators of a general turnaround on the economy. 
I think we're going to start seeing online being one of the indicators. If yeah. people are going online and are becoming more aggressive with online and sales are up on online, I think that's going to be an indicator, and it hasn't been in the past. And uh, while I expect it to grow, um, I think that that indicator is going to change a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and I mean, the online marketplace is changing immensely, too. The search landscape is changing immensely. I mean, look at Yahoo in the last year. That's another story of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, it definitely was. I mean, gosh, Yahoo went from a fairly decent position at the beginning of the year. I mean, they weren't strong, but they weren't flailing like they are now. Well, you know, it's interesting. Yahoo uh, is right for the next quarter, perhaps. Every month you're going to hear different things. You hear about Yahoo in the news a lot. You heard about MSN and you heard about Yahoo and layoffs. When people started talking about job layoffs at Yahoo, it got more traffic than almost any press release Yahoo did. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And and so many layoffs. I feel so bad for the people over there at Yahoo. But it's, I mean, it's, it's scary over there. <laughs> well, if you really are good at search marketing at Yahoo, um, our email here, by the way, is bclay at bruceclay.com. Uh, be sure to send us a, a, a resume. The, um, but we are – never mind. That's not why we're here. Uh, but we do see that Yahoo is uh, – you know, good people get caught up with yeah. tough decisions. Yeah, definitely. I don't think that you know, a single person who was unfortunately let go from Yahoo wasn't, isn't worth their weight in gold, but – at yeah. some point, the value of gold drops hard, and so well, you have to make you have to make some hard decisions. Here's the hard decision: um, it is uh, the health of any company, especially in online marketing, is not necessarily the health of their clients, but the health of their clients' clients. If I have a very healthy client, but they're not getting paid by their clients my healthy client goes into stress. It becomes hard for them to pay. And they start dragging out terms and uh, you know things go sideways on you. And really good, well-managed companies that have basically all their employees are muscle. You know, there's no fat, no deadwood. It's just really good people. If all of a sudden they have to cut, it's tough. Yeah. And I think that what we're seeing especially in the online space, is companies that either get it and understand that they have to invest online or companies that even if they get it, they find that their client, their target market is just too brick and mortar. I think a lot of what we're seeing in response to that is people looking for different avenues to promote themselves, finding different ways to you know, branch out that aren't quite so expensive and i really think that's a lot of what contributed to the social media rise in the last year you know i think really everybody started embracing all of these social media platforms because it's quote unquote free you know it's labor intensive but it's not you know dollar intensive a lot of the times well you can't help that i mean people are doing what they can do I, I am positive that if there's an opportunity to make money and pay your bills, you're out looking for a way to make money and pay your bills. And we're just not going to get out of that. That's going to happen. Um, 
You know, we certainly have had a lot of social media. We've had activity about paid links. We had Matt cut on a couple weeks ago. Uh, we spoke at uh, SES in Chicago on tools, and, and clearly I've been interviewed a number of times, PubCon being one of them. WebPro News did uh, several actually long recordings with me. They recorded me at PubCon and again at SES Chicago. Yeah. And uh, all of this is, is coming together at maybe really strange times. I mean, new algorithm factors, emerging technologies, uh, at the same time as a presidential election and a recession, and, uh, you know, people wondering about where the dollar's coming from. And Oh, yeah. It really was an exciting year, but we're out of time for this segment, so we're going to take a quick break. Barry Schwartz is on the show next, and then after that, Bruce will give us some of his predictions for search in 2009. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast and expensive. Excellent and on time. Offshoring.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is webmasterradio.fm. Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the webmasterradio.fm homepage for all the details. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I am here with Barry Schwartz, editor of Search Engine Roundtable, a news editor at Search Engine Land, and CEO of web development company Rusty Brick. And he's also moderated for Search Engine Watch and Create-A-Site Forums, and he's really all over the search space. So thank you for coming on the show, Barry. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, so we're kind of approaching the end of the year, so we can look back and see that a lot has happened which is pretty common in this really fast-moving industry. And you've gotten to report on pretty much all of it as um, 
as a member of the the uh, search engine marketing uh, community. So I thought you'd be an excellent guest to talk to me and the audience about the year in search. So how how long have you been reporting on the industry? Uh, I've been writing on the industry and search news, probably, I think, since 2003. Uh, were there any big developments like this year in the way that search engines work that like surprised you or maybe received more buzz than you expected? Um. Wow, a lot happened. I, I write about uh, I write about I don't know ten blog posts a day on search alone. So sometimes they all tend to intermingle. I guess the biggest. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure when did Universal Search launch? Was that a year ago or was that this year? Yeah, I think it was maybe in about a year ago, which kind of just falls into the whole. That's a big development for the last year. Yeah, I would think that's probably one of the largest developments. Obviously, a couple weeks ago, you saw that they pushed into the main search results. Google pushed into the main search results to search Wiki, which I found to be pretty surprising myself. Um. Yeah, you didn't see. I mean, it, it kind of looks like it's an extension of personalization. Um, right. So they. I mean, I did a poll on the search and roundtable asking. Uh, well, basically, what Search Rookie is, if people don't know, it's basically if you do a search in Google, now you'll see these little ways to either promote a search result from the search from the search results, or you could delete a search result so it doesn't show up in your search results, or you could comment and do other things you actually interact like more like a wiki style uh, with this with the google search results but i mean i personally felt that was a little bit too sophisticated for the searchers i didn't think that the searchers could handle such um you know such such an interface obviously google thought otherwise and they, they, they launched it um but i that was honestly a bit surprising for me to see um so early from google to actually launch something like that to anybody and everyone who is logged into Google, and that means anybody with a Gmail account, anybody with an AdWords account, anybody who uses the Google property, and while they're logged in and do a search, they get this search wiki. I mean, what, you do you, what are your said, thoughts on that? Well, you said you did a poll. What was the poll about? Uh, now I got to look. The poll was asking, do uh, people think um, that search wiki was something that pe- searchers are ready for, that the average searcher is ready for? Uh-huh. Um, I'll look up the results live for you right now. Shouldn't Ooh. be too hard. Um, uh, most people said no. Um, yeah, kind of agreed with you. I mean, it's, it just seems to me to be pretty confusing. So we had, let's see here, we had 150 responses. Um, 82% or so said no, that the searcher is not ready for a Google search wiki. And uh, 17% said, or 17, 17.5% said yes, the, ser- the average searcher is ready for it. Mm, that seems pretty uh, overwhelming. <laughs> Um, what about um, conferences? Did any of them stand out to you this year? But honestly, I, I mean, what do you think? I, I, don't, I don't think they are, to be honest. Uh, people ready for Wiki? Well, I think it's a really cool concept. I think that, uh, you know, I think Google's seeing this as, as a move towards getting more people engaged. That's another big buzzword this year. Um, and... And it'll be interesting to see if, you know, if they find that a lot of people are actually using it and how it actually affects organic results, if at all. Um, right. But I, I doubt, um, I mean, I mean, there's definitely search engines in the past that tried to use user engagement as part of the search algorithm. And right. then all people, all SEO companies might go ahead and do is hire a whole team of people overseas or at low cost to go ahead and uh, pretty much 
you know, thumbs up or, you know, up arrow a search result mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And that right. obviously could skew the results. So Right, another way to just kind of game the system. Um, but we mentioned engagement. So do you think search engines are going to be giving more attention to that kind of content considering that the way the web has kind of changed over the last few years? Right. So clearly um, the search results have changed in terms of how Google will rank a web page. It's not just about, you know, links like it used to be in the past, um, mm -hmm. you know, past several years. It's now more about, I guess, the quality of your content and how important or how important like your pages are. And obviously user engagement is one of the main metrics probably that Google wants to get, to get on that. And the question is, how do they know how engaged a, a user is on your web page? Obviously, if you take a look at some of their data they have and some of their free tools, you can see on their keyword tools, you can see on their um, Google Ad Planner, all these different tools that Google released this year, that they know a, tr a tremendous amount of uh, a, a tremendous amount about what searchers and what the web people on the web are doing on what sites and, and how popular a site is, and it's pretty amazing what they know. So obviously, knowing certain data points, they could Google pretty much figure out how engaged a user is on a, on one website over another website and use that towards their ranking algorithms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that's definitely a move we'll see in the next year. Um, link buying has stayed on people's radars this year. Do you see any change in the way that it's being approached, um, well, either by Google or by SEOs? Right. So, um, obviously, the biggest uh, TextLink broker out there is, I think it's TextLink Ads. And TextLink Ads has made a major move to a new product called Inlinks. I don't know if you heard of that. Mm -hmm. um, and Inlinks is basically a way to um, sell, for publishers to sell ads, um, text ads that pass, I guess, pad, uh, you know, that are not no follow, that pass, right. I guess, what you call page rank, um, to to other pages, but the the, ad, the actual text links are not on the sidebar or in the header navigation or the footer. They're actually in the content of the page. So right. if a if a blog a blogger writes about something that matches on a keyword that an ad, one of TLA text link ads advertisers um, want, it would automatically and dynamically create a search engine friendly link from that keyword on that blogger's page to their um, to the page they want to rank well for that keyword. Obviously, the reason TextLink Ads launched this is because it makes it harder for Google to determine um, if this is a paid link or not, because it's within the actual content of the blog post or within the content of the page, as opposed to on the side nav where it says paid links or sponsor links or whatever. Um, so obviously, as the, as the market you know progresses, and as Google gets better and better at uh, detecting paid links, which they clearly do not uh, want to impact their search algorithm, um, those who sell links and those who want to rank well have to come up with other alternatives to hopefully you know, to, to basically boost their rankings. Um, and one of those alternatives are basically buying links uh, within the actual content of the page. I also know that um, We Build Pages, one of the most well more well-known link building companies out there, has changed their um, their uh, approach and they're telling they're no longer I guess buying links. They're now what right. they're doing is obtaining links through naturally through writing mm -hmm. good content or whatever you do to obtain links naturally mm -hmm. um, I don't know what you guys over there Bruce Clay do um, do you buy links um, you no know comment? I <laughs> no we, we don't we certainly don't buy links for you know link equity or anything like that um, but yeah I mean those are two really good points but I, you would think in links has got to be on Google's radar at this point so 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you saw, I mean, you saw Matt Cutts and uh, several Googlers actually comment about the program. Uh, Matt Cutts went, went as far as to say that um, this is in violation or not in accordance with the, um, you know, the SEC guidelines, um, trying to make a legal case out of it, I guess. I don't know. But basically, clearly, Matt Cutts is really not happy about it. Obviously, Matt Cutts is from Google, um, and clearly he's not happy about it. He hates paid links and mm-hmm. link manipulation with a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume they're going to do whatever they can to um, go after these types of links. Um, so, I don't, yeah, I mean, that will be probably 2009 <laughs> or yeah. so. Yeah. So uh, we're out of time, but thank you for coming on the show, Barry. Oh, thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, if you want to hear more from Barry, head over to Search Engine Roundtable or Search Engine Land or RustyBrick.com or CartoonBerry.com. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Stick around. In the next segment, Susan, Michael, and I will be taking a closer look at one of the newer releases from Google, the SEO Starter Guide. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit taxbrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. Taxbrain.com, America's online tax service. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com. Specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management, topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours article distribution at its easiest one form one click thousands of results get your free account today at articlesender.com that's article s-e-n-d-e-r.com life tips making your life smarter better faster wiser Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is the last SEM Synergy show before the new year, so it's time to start planning for 2009. What's coming up, Bruce? Well, uh, for those of you who have been fortunate enough to see me try to talk about this, there's this is like lots of content, but let me try to wrap it up. There's a few things we've seen coming from the search engines. Um, it's commonly referred to as personalization, but people have a different perception of what that is. Usually people think, if I log into Google, then I'm getting personalized results. We're seeing that come even without logging in. Behavioral yeah. search is what's really uh, influencing that. And your results are being biased based upon where you are and the kind of searches you do in, in a row. Uh, intent-based searches here. You know, if the search engines figure out that you're searching for something specific that should be shopping or should be geo-targeted, even if you don't even have a city name in the query, they are changing it. Go to Google. Search for drug rehab. And in the upper right-hand corner, you'll actually see we've centered your results based upon the location of your IP number. And they actually print that message right in their results. Which is interesting to me because... What I've always heard is that IP targeting isn't really very accurate because you can never tell, I mean, if someone's running something through a proxy, certainly, or, I mean, there are still people who use AOL out there, and all those people are going to be getting wrong results. But I think that a lot of the people doing research, especially during the day or from their home, don't move around that much. And with the advent of DSL and business systems that aren't moving, I mean, companies don't go through AOL, and generally your DSL or whatever connection you have at your house isn't that way. I think we're going to see that this is, even if it addresses 60%, 70% of the market, which is clearly you know what I think it's going to address, it's still going to help a lot to say, Hi, I searched for pizza and I'm in New York, therefore I'm going to get pizza near you. I think some of it might be inherently a spillover from mobile, where they know your GPS location, per se. But I think intent is going to be there. Uh, Universal search is coming in. I think it's coming in big. Uh, We're actually putting out a, a really nice widget for people to put on their own sites to include video and MP3s, their own blogs and news and things like that. Uh, that's something that everybody's going to have to pay attention to. We're releasing it right at, right now, basically. It'll be out within a few weeks. Uh, and you're going to want to tune in and, and pay attention to our newsletter because we're going to have a, a nice announcement in January on that. Um We've got all sorts of things, I think, that we're going to see change the landscape here. Engagement objects are going to be big. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with the, the you know, when we were talking to Matt Cutts a couple of weeks ago, you know, he said that he doesn't really think that it's so much that they're going to be weighted more, which I agree with. I don't think they're going to be weighted any more, but at the same time, Engagement objects are better for users because anything that brings a user in more gives them more information. You know, some people learn differently, so auditory things are going to be better. They're going to want to present all of that to their users. So, no, they're not weighted more, but it's probably moving in that direction. I mean, I really think that that's something that you have to be paying attention to. 
just in if you have pictures, you're going to be more useful to a visual learner than if you don't have pictures. Matt seemed comfortable kind of mixing the terms relevance and engagement. Um, so I thought yeah. that was interesting. Yeah, that was definitely a interesting little thing he did there. Well, it, I understand the definition of more means perhaps having an engagement object is not more important than links or not more important than, you know, proper title tags. But it is more than zero, which is where it's been in the past. No, yeah. It hasn't contributed. It will be a contributor. Um, it will, in my opinion, really help you get ranked where you have engagement objects and your competition doesn't. Yeah. yeah It'll I be a tiebreaker for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not... It's not like I have this terrible website and all of my title tags are duplicated, but I've got this video, so I'm going to outrank this site that's been SEO'd forever and it's perfectly siloed and it's got its theming and linking and, you know, beautifully thing, but it doesn't have any videos. You're not going to do that. No. I mean, no, that that's that no one is suggesting that. And I kind of just built up the straw man to knock it down, I understand, but you know, it it's worth saying it's that's not going to happen. Yeah, but if- But all other things being equal. Yes. You do a query, you get 1 million results, you got to think on the first page that more engaging site is first among equals. It is more entertaining. People will say, Google gave me better research information, better information than I was after, because they gave me the sites that are more in touch with what I learn or how I learn and things like that. Uh, Ranking, everybody's heard me say ranking is dead. Uh, For the record... Ranking has been the, in my opinion, one of the number one, number one, and number one, all three of those ways that SEOs have measured success and companies have measured the success of SEO. I think that ranking is dead is really, that isn't the measurement anymore. Yeah. And, it, and I don't know that it ever really should have been. It was just what we could measure. And so we were kind of doing that. But analytics are so much better now and it's so much easier to do. And people are less paranoid about, you know, cookies and things like that, that, yeah, I mean, forget it. You know, ranking tools, they're always going to be useful because they're always going to give you some idea. But, I mean, you have to to look beyond that. It's, It's not a good place to stop. If you think about it, I'm spending money for SEO. What do I want? Traffic. And I want it to convert. But fundamentally... I, as a business, what I want come the end of the day is profits. The average marketing manager doesn't have control over the profits. They may have a lot of control over the conversion, but they certainly can measure traffic. And that's a lot better than ranking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, okay, three things before we have to wrap up here. Three things coming up the next year. We're going to see a bigger play on... Engagement objects, personalized or behavioral search, absolutely. I think that uh, personally, I think that if we can get through the recession, I think that we're going to see some massive shifts into the online space. I think that's going to be really big. Uh, the blog post on the uh, recession recap and uh, f- projections for 2009, you're going to want to read that. Yeah, Everybody's going to want to be on that. I was 
Uh, as I understood it, my last year did really well in October. It did, because that's when it all started coming true. Yeah. So that, it's not a blog post. It's actually in the newsletter, which will be coming out on the 15th, and people should read it. Everybody should read it. Well, it's time to sign off. Uh, I hope everybody has a great New Year's. Uh, this is the last show of this year, so we'll be back. We hope you'll be back uh, seeing us next year. Pay attention. Put it on your calendars. Uh, you can always hear us on Webmaster Radio or follow up on SCM Synergy. We've got a lot of great stuff lined up for the future. Uh, we certainly hope you'll be with us. Go to scmsynergy.com for details on this week's show. And remember, you can always send an email to scmsynergy at bruceclay.com. Email us through scmsynergy.com. We want to hear from you. We hope you have a happy new year.